Hey, Mark and Christy, this is Jeremy Rosado. How's Jeremy. it going, Jeremy? How you doing? I'm doing well, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time. How are you guys? Man, we're looking forward to hanging out with you this morning because I know our listeners already are loving this new song, Come and See. So we definitely want to get the story behind that, and we'll play that too this morning, which was super fun. Uh, But first, here's what I want to ask you first. Really important, because I cyber-stalked you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that when you got your first stint on American Idol... That you were roommates with Colton Dixon, is that right? <laughs> yeah. So, Me and Colt were roommates for what felt like almost a year, man. So, oh, yeah, wow. So, okay. Yeah. How long does it take for him, and how much hair product does he really use to get that hair ready? You would have the inside story. Long, I do, and he takes a lot. Colt takes a long time. We were many days running late. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably with his hair. Yeah, you probably could write several songs during the hair-making process, I bet. <laughs> oh, man. It's so cool. I got to see him the other day at a show, and we hadn't seen each other for a while, so it was it was cool catching up, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, Did God's guys, done a lot in both of your lives, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Did you guys, were you guys yeah. randomly put together in the sense of, or did you connect beforehand? How did that play out? We were randomly put together, <clears throat> which is crazy. Um, but it worked out so well because we became like best friends on the show. We became brothers, man. We would spend time with the Lord in the morning, do devotionals together. Like we really had some different, you know what I mean? To just kind of keep ourselves grounded because that yeah. it's a whirlwind. Yeah. Know, we were so young. Um, so yeah. Mm. Well, you both did really well um, on American Idol, and and speaking of that, I'm like Mark. I was cyber stalking you too, and uh, I I know that J Lo is a big fan of yours, and just your voice yes. is incredible. Um, but I love thank you just your obedience to God throughout the whole process, and and one of those being just how you finished so strong on American Idol, but then instead of going towards the the music career, you felt God laying it on your heart. To, to become a dad and and but not the the yeah. conventional normal type dad so it, the whole thing is just amazing to me so if you don't mind just sharing with our listening family about that like who you became a dad to and how that all happened yeah so essentially my story's kind of complicated my sister had, had a um a drug addiction for 17 years um almost 18 full 17 now and uh she never got to be the mom she needed to be to this beautiful uh, baby that she had. She gave birth to my niece, Jocelyn. And uh, when Jocelyn was two, my mom got custody of her. Uh, and it was just me and my mom home. And so my mom and I started to raise this kid. I was like 13 and I started to learn how to become a dad that young. Um, and so we've had Jossie forever. Um, and, uh, She's, oh man, I'm not trying to cry early this morning, but I always do. Um, She is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, But when I did do American Idol, came off the show, I had this big dream. I wanted to pursue it. I just kind of looked back home and saw my mom, Jossie, was, I don't know, maybe 11 years old at this point, going into 12. I knew middle school years were about to come, and I just didn't want to see my mom, like, like, raising a kid on her own again. You know, she had already raised all of us my brothers and sisters. And when we did get Jossie, when she was two, I remember one night I was um, rocking her to sleep and she was having a really tough time. 
um, going to bed because she was just sad. This kid was traumatized um, and, you know, being taken from her parents. And I remember looking up at the ceiling because for some reason I think, like, God's right there in the ceiling above me. <laughs> and uh, I remember telling the Lord at that age, I was like, God, if you provide for me, I'll spend the rest of my life making sure that this little girl never feels like this again. And I will protect her, and I will I'll, I'll give the rest of everything that I am to make sure she's okay. And I remember that conversation when I was in Nashville after Idol trying to pursue music and just kind of pressed pause, and that's just what happened. And I went home, and um, I got a job on a church staff. God provided, you know, I needed to get a salary. I needed health insurance. I needed to go before the state and get legally become her dad and get paperwork that could prove that I'm only 11 years older than her, but I'm her dad. I need to take her to a doctor's office. I need to register in school and all those things that you don't even think about, you know? And you were like, what, 22? Were you 22 years old? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was like 22. And so, um, it's like 21, 22. And so, yeah, God's been faithful, man. And, and that was tough, but he's made a way for us. And, uh, you know, my kid, man, she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I will choose her over and over and over again it's funny because she's she's on the road with me so if i'm really transparent we're we're on we're not we're doing some dates on the road and i head out on tour this week but she's actually sleeping <laughs> in the other room we're on the road and i'm 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 just here she's working with me on the road so she's like my merchandise um wow. person and and it's really cool work so how old is she now she's 20 now okay wow. January. And so, what a beautiful story, dude! But you know what? It's it's not it's not me, man. It's it's like I didn't understand like the power of the Holy Spirit in me at that age. You know what I mean? That would help me recognize like such a big responsibility so young. You know, and it is it's really been the hand of God, man. That's really sustained us and just kept us. I mean. I, I have, there's no other way, you know what I mean? And it's not, it's not the normal thing, you know what I mean? Like we, we, certain people are, you know, are a part of our lives and we've got our family and stuff and, and you kind of see the dynamic. I'm, she's my best friend, my kid, but I'm also dad. And like, mm-hmm. she's about to be 21 and, I, and how do you balance, you know, things, but God has given us grace for all of that. And then people are like, oh wow, this is pretty incredible. Like this dynamic that, that, that's been built here. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our that's our story of, of, of all that and, and I didn't expect ever to get another chance in the music industry. Like I, I was really just at the point where I was on staff at a church and I love the local church and I'm you know, I thank God for providing. Um but I, I had this like this this thing in me, you know? Yeah. And I watched my friends like Colton Dixon and I watched my friends like like um, you know, Danny Goki and these different people that are like in the Christian music world and, 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 and they're doing it. And I know that they're in the church, but they're outside the church and they're on the road and God's using them. And I'm like, God, like I want my music on the radio, Lord. Like I want, this is this, I think you've called me outside of these walls, but if it never comes to that, help me to grieve that part of this dream that I have, you know? Um, and I had that conversation with God two weeks later. I got an email from the voice from producers asking me if I would, come and, you know, audition to be on their show. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. 
We've been hanging out with Jeremy Rosado this morning. Oh, my goodness. Just Love phenomenal story. Yes. Putting his life on hold for his niece. I mean, she came into the family. She was two years old. Yeah. His sister was battling addiction, could not take care of her daughter. And so he was he was 13. Yeah. And he and his mom pretty much took her in and took care of her. But he, he said he basically became a dad mm-hmm. at the age of 13. And, and he just was like, you know what, God, I will take care of her. If you'll provide for me, I'll make sure she never has to suffer, you know, again, because she was having some struggles and anyway, just and incredible. Put on pause this dream, this mm-hmm. music dream they've been chasing. And you told us, okay, so you're like, all right, no, it's more important. I'm going to be dad. God's put this on my heart. And so even if I have to grieve that dream, I'm going to do that. Uh, and for years, instead, had a job, <laughs> took yeah. care of this little girl. And then you told us out of the blue, the voice called, right? Literally out of nowhere. I literally said that prayer. I remember I remember the day. I remember sitting in my, my chair at my desk in my home and just being like, God, help me to grieve this. Help me to just be okay with it never being here, you know? getting to that point. And yeah, I got that email. <laughs> and then when I got that email a few weeks later, I was like, Lord, there's no way, there's no way you're going to put me on this show. There's no way you're opening this door. Like they're not going to put me on the show after I did idol. And, and they did. And mm-hmm. God opened up something crazy. And there's like an eight year period between both shows, you know, maybe nine years. Wow. Um, and so you talk about putting a dream down, giving it up and for someone you love or someone you love. And, and, you know, when I got the call for the voice, I got the email, you know, one of the biggest things for my daughter, um, she was graduating high school um, and I was going to be gone for the show. And I remember telling her, um, Jossie, if, if you, if, if you, I, I, I'm trying to explain this the right way. I just, I brought, I gave her the decision to make. I was like, I will feel no way about this. If, if you want me to be here and it is not okay for me to miss your graduation and go do the show, I will not go. You will not have to worry about it. And um, I remember her telling me, you've sacrificed so much of your life for me. I'm not going to let you give this up to And wow. I just, woman, I felt like, man, I, I felt, I felt a bit of pride and maybe I shouldn't, but if I'm honest, I was like, man, I did a good job with this kid, you know, mm-hmm. like, for her to have that thought process. But then the other thought is, God, I never want her to feel like she was a burden or like I sacrificed for it. Like she is my choice, you know, like love motivated me to become a dad. And, mm. and, um, I wanted to make sure she knew that was clear. And she gave me the, the thumbs up and we did it. And I went on the show and, and, and I mean, look at what God has done. man. like, wow. I mean, it's just crazy. Like every step of the way on the voice, I felt, the favor of God. It was as if doors were open for me. The Lord already walked in and there was victory. And it was not because of anything I could do on my own, but because it was just his plan. And like, there was none that was going to stop it. Well, what a testimony to just like you, you lay down that dream to serve the Lord and do what he's calling you to do here to take care of her. And then, you know, it's just when God puts a purpose or something for you to do. He he will fulfill it. It's just a matter of his timing. And and you couldn't have done it when Josie was in her teenage years. You know, it's like now she's at this moment. She's an adult, and now you can do that. And God's like, okay, it's time. I mean, just it's beautiful. He's perfect in everything. 
The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 90.9 KLRC. Hanging out with us around the breakfast table this morning, Jeremy Rosado. He's got that amazing new song, Come and See. You also might remember him from back when he was on The Voice. It could sing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Jeremy, it's been so much fun hearing your story. It's an incredible story when you think about stepping in at such a young age to decide to be dad to your niece at the time and now daughter. And the way God's just woven this beautiful redemption story. Well, and, and Jeremy, too, I mean, you see the redemption in your singing career, right? How God has um, come through and, and made that happen, um, even when you had to walk away to do, you know, to raise Josie. But then uh, there's also another story of redemption going on um, with your sister, right? With with Josie's mom, who has struggled yeah. with addiction. Can you just share a little bit about yeah. that with us? Yeah, this is the tough one. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh my sister Amy, I, I said in the beginning of this convo, had an addiction her entire adult life. I've not known a time in my life, really, without addiction, like, messing up so much in my family's life. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, no. so anyway, coming last year, last year, I told you guys I got summer record deal, and you talk about high highs and low lows. I remember... Um, signing my record deal and, and my mom was there and my daughter and and we're at Capitol and we're celebrating and after we finished I went straight to the studio because we're writing for the album and we wrote this song that you guys are playing called Come and See that day and I remember going from the label to the studio and getting a phone call from my sister and um, she uh man uh, she uh She's like Jeremy. I'm. She's frantic on the phone, and she's like Jeremy. I, I'm. A, I'm about to walk into a new rehab, but I need you to give me a reason why I should try this again. Hmm. This is like rehab the 15th time. I don't even know. Um, and uh, she's like, I need you to give me a reason. Is Justin even gonna ever love me again? Like, am I gonna, am I gonna have my family at the other side of this, or should I just? ended now give up now and i remember just i'm trying so hard not to be emotional and i'm hearing her cry and i just i'm just telling her amy the fact that you are even speaking to me right now means that there's still purpose on your life there's still breath in those lungs there's got to be a reason so please keep fighting please keep fighting for us please keep fighting for your freedom and I remember walking in. I'm so sorry, guys. I kept no. crying in a hotel right now. You're good. Um, you got us all I, crying. <laughs> I uh, I remember just saying, I have to go. Amarilia. Her name is Amaryllis. We call her Amy. I'm like, Amy, I have to go. I got, I'm going into the studio to write a song. And I'm, I walk into this co-write with uh, my producer, with another writer. And I remember them just being like, so, bro, I'm bawling my eyes out. They're trying to console me. And they're like, what do you want to write about, man? And I was like, I've written so many songs for my sister, for all the bad that's happened, for all the tough times, for all the believing that, you know, for all the good times that God has brought us through already, but I've never written her an anthem for the day that she will finally be free. And I've got to write this in faith, believing that one day she's going to sing these words. and She's going to tell the world, come and see what God's done. If you need proof that he's God and he can do anything, 
I don't need to do anything to convince you. Just come look at my life. That will be reason enough to believe. And we wrote this song as quickly as we could. And and we wrote that over 14 months ago, 13 months ago. And um, I just remember it being such a different song. And I, what I didn't know is that we, as we wrote it in faith, believing one day she would be able to sing it, God was going to begin to turn it around so quickly for us. And I'm so proud of her. I'm so sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud to say that she's going into her 11th month free and sober and on fire for Jesus. Wow. She's got a relationship with the Lord. And what seemed like was about to be the end of her life has turned, I'm so sorry, guys, mm-hmm. has turned into a brand new beginning for us. And my daughter gets to have her mother again, and I get to have my sister. And it's just... It's incredible to see what God can do with a life that's fully surrendered to Him, as impossible as it seemed. And as much as my flesh couldn't really believe that she would sing these words, my 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 spirit, man, I had to believe that God could do it and that He was able and that if she would really surrender, that, that she could. And she has, and she's on her journey, and we're praying every day for her, believing that God will continue the good work that he's begun, and that she will continue to be free and live a life of of purpose and testimony and tell the world. But, you know, the craziest part of all this, she was at a concert of mine a few weeks ago, and she was in the front row, and I popped one of my in-ears out, like the monitors I listened to to my voice in, because I knew she was there. And I hear her singing it in the front row. Mm. Wow. And I'm watching freedom. And I'm watching my miracle right in front of me. And it is one of the craziest things. When I tell you that I have experienced the hand of God in a way the past two and a half years from the start of that voice. Listen, since my daughter was two years old, I've experienced the hand of God. But but specifically, specifically the past few years have been something that I couldn't even make up. Like this stuff is... It's so unbelievable. It has to be God, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, she can't sing. She's terrible at singing. <laughs> she's in the front row, like, singing it off key. But, man, she's telling the world, come and see what God's done. And that song is Amy's song. But it's anybody, any one of your listeners, anybody listening, it's your song. If you have ever walked through anything that seemed impossible that you would never get to the other side of, and the hand of God showed up, the Spirit of God helped you get through it. This is your song to testify to the world. Come and see what my God's done. And if you need proof, anybody watching, just come and see. Just come and see. I'm curious, you were sharing about that reality of choosing to become a dad, and you're pretty young, right, Um, and didn't necessarily have a lot of fathering experience, and I know you've shared this with others as well, that really there was a, God had to father you in order to learn how to father her, and I'm just sitting here thinking, there's a lot of dads listening today. They might not have had the unique circumstances like you did, but they're in that same way feeling like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do this. I want to do it well. And I love your heart for your now daughter. But what did that look like and feel like to lean in to God when you had no idea how to be her dad? 
Dude, I <laughs> it makes me tear up thinking about how God has walked me through every season with this kid. Um, there is no way that I would be able to be here without the Holy Spirit me father, like without God fathering me so that I could father her. Everything from small decisions to big decisions to big worries to moments when she was sick and moments in school that were difficult and and it, it literally was a day-to-day, and it still is, man. It really still is a day-to-day conversation. Me and the Lord, oh my God, I I will not move until you tell me what to do here. I need, I need your guidance. I need that nudge. I need to feel like this is the right direction. Help me to make the decisions. I want this, this girl to be a successful human being. I want her to love you, Lord. I want her to love people. Um... I want her to pursue her dreams. I want. I, I never want her to have to be stuck in in the circumstances of what happened to her. Like I want. These are all the things, God, and I. I can't do it without you. And to be honest with you guys, I've been I've been writing a book about this, and it's been extremely hard to like relive all this day to day writing. But I feel like I feel like like you said, there are fathers out there that need to know whether the circumstances are the same or not. Like. There is a father that will father us so that we can father correctly or to the best of our ability. Um, and understand that in my weakness, he's strong. Like scripture says, like, that's how I have had to live my life. And so um, I would encourage any dad or any parent living that, you know, living that right now to just lean in on him. Like, uh, it's like me, me, me and God, we're, he's, he's my God. He's, he's my savior. He's my best friend. Like there's, there's no way I could do it without him. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Wow. It's powerful. Wow. Man, you got us all crying here in the studio, Jeremy. I was just going to oh. say, Jeremy Rosado, we didn't know it was going to be a double Kleenex day today. <laughs> double oh, box. Man. man. In <laughs> the you. best of ways, you've wrecked us with the beauty of God's grace today in your life. And I think given a lot of uh, our listeners to hope that... um when you have to put a dream on pause, that God has a better picture, even if it doesn't turn out the way you would have looked like it. And man, what um, what a reminder that um, he really does write come and see stories, um, even when they take longer than we would have ever chosen or, or hoped for. So thanks for reminding us of all of that today. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for giving me the platform to share my story of what God's done. Thank you very much. Well, absolutely. And, and Jeremy, just one last question before you go. I just want to know through um, Jocelyn's eyes, just as far yeah. as seeing her mom experience this freedom and then getting to, I mean, travel with you, right? I mean, what an incredible gift to her life, too, getting to be, you said she's your merchandise <laughs> right. the, handler, the right? Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, she is. She so loves, awesome. Loves yeah. What, what What's all of this for her? Just, I know she can't. You can't fully speak for her, but just maybe anything that she has said or just how you've seen the hand of God in her life with this whole situation, too. Yeah, it's if I'm transparent with you guys, it's not been easy. Yeah. Um, Especially coming from The Voice, they featured our story so much. Millions of people watched her on camera tell what it's like to not have a mom in her life. And that was, as much as it was a blessing, it was tough. And we're still working through all that. Yeah. But to watch her be able to rebuild the relationship because it's taking rebuilding, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's nobody tells you like once the person in your life is free, it's just like, 
perfect right away, you know? But it's like, no, the first step was getting Amy free. The second step is rebuilding relationship. And I think at the core of it, my daughter is extremely grateful that she gets to hear her mom's voice, give mm. her a hug. I mean, um, but there are still things that we're working through, man. And so you keep Jossie and, and, and us and Amy and in your prayers, man, because we're we're... This isn't a story that we've lived like we lived in the past. We're literally walking through it day by day. And so, um, yeah, I don't have the perfect answer because we're still we're still rebuilding it. And it's mm-hmm. going to take some time. Yeah. Well, it took years to to get you back on track to music. But God fulfilled it. It's taken years to get your sister there. God's fulfilled it. So there's no question in my mind he'll redeem that relationship, too. So we're just so grateful for your transparency, man, and how real you are. I, I saw on one of those uh, YouTube videos of you on American Idol and Steven Tyler. He said that. He, he was just so blown away by how real and honest and transparent you are. And I'm, I'm in 100% agreement. We just appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for sharing this morning. Thank you guys so much. It means so much. And for playing my song, man, it means the world to me. Seriously, very thankful. The KLRC Morning Show with Mark and Christy. 93.9.